Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome back. It's day 31. That's like what a whole month, and you are listening to Smells Like Quarantine Spirit, the podcast wherein I, Ashlyn Romagnoli, do things and learn things during quarantine, backed by my sweet fiancé, Adam Lofbaum. That's me. That's you. Before we get going, though, I have a really important announcement. We finished the Franken-puzzles! That's right. We finished three 500-piece puzzles and then remixed them into absolute insanity. So if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen them. They're amazing. One of them has a shamu leaping over an old-fashioned train while a deer looks on. (laughs) I feel like there's probably some sort of environmental metaphor in there. Maybe I'm always subconsciously pushing for that. But anyway, it was satisfying. They may not be completely done. There might be some tweakage to do, but uh, super fun. Highly recommended. And if you're curious about that, go back and listen to our episode about puzzles, which was about a month ago. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, today we're going to talk about one of my new favorite things to do. What's that? Nothing. (laughs) That's right. Nothing. I'm sure like in all of this, I mean, I know I've been part of this whole wave of like, use your time wisely, like... You have all this downtime, do cool shit with it. Um, but I'm sure you've also seen all the counter productivity memes that have arisen in response to all of that. I so, not do tell. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> there's like a counter movement, equal and opposite in reaction to the movement to be productive, which uh-huh. is just like, or not. So, one of my favorite spokespeople for this is Jamila Jamil, who's one of my favorite celebrities from one of my very favorite TV shows of all time called The Good Place. And she recently posted something that I'm going to have you read because, like, you and Jamila Jamil as a combination is, like, the ultimate human in my head. But anyway, (laughs) here's what she posted. Okay. She says, It's okay if you're not creating right now. It's okay if you're frozen slash depressed slash anxious slash lost. I keep being asked how I'm staying creative. I'm not. I'm just looking for places to donate, reading the news, eating crisps, or watching old box sets. It's okay just to survive for a bit. Okay. Well, you know what? She's absolutely right. You know what I've done every day this week that has never happened for this stretch of time in my entire life? I have napped every damn day (laughs) this week. Every single day, I've eaten lunch around noon or one, and then I have crawled back to bed or to my nest, which is basically my new lazing space consisting of a pull-out couch with fuck tons of pillows and a fluffy duvet fortified by walls made of books and then it's siesta hoy. <laughs> Sometimes my own laziness isn't even enough to feed my insatiable need for a lack of productivity. Sometimes... Sometimes I make Adam come and lay with me, and he doesn't even nap. He just, like, lays there on his phone doing God knows what for, like, the hour or two that I'm passed out, ensuring that I am sufficiently cuddled and also (laughs) not failing to breathe, which is apparently a thing I do sometimes when I sleep. Truth. Scary. My new god is Sloth, and she, ironically, is a very demanding mistress. I feel like we all used to pay homage to her back in the day. Like, remember, like, summer vacations? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, Sloth and her twin sister, Boredom, ruled that kingdom. Like, looking back, it doesn't seem that way. But at the time, it totally felt like that. Like, long, hot, sticky days. Slow like molasses. Slow like molasses. I remember sitting with my sister and my grandparents, like, sweltering spare bedroom. They lived in Florida and... People who actually are from Florida don't really use air conditioning the same way normal people do. But anyway, sweltering spare bedroom with this, like, 
tiny old school TV set that sat on the floor in front of the bed. So, like, you couldn't really see it from the bed. So we had to sit with our backs against the bed frame to watch, like, Nick at Night reruns that we were obsessed with because we didn't get American television because we lived in Japan at the time. So all we did all summer was, like, sit in this hot bedroom, watching Nick at Night reruns, getting up on our American culture, and, like, flying ants were zooming around the ceiling, apparently unaffected by the fan, that completely failed to do anything but move hot air around. Like, it was, <laughs> it felt so boring and so long and so gross, but, you know, I look back on those times and it's it's kind of amazing and magical. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I got bored one time, so we started tying shoelaces onto our bicycles so that they were like reins for horses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I feel like that would not fly today because <laughs> it would definitely be some sort of hazard. But yeah. boredom created that, mm-hmm. which, in retrospect, was kind of amazing, but... But now, Sloth, she's like a a forgotten relic. It's like a shameful secret. In fact, when Adam found me in the nest today napping, I felt totally embarrassed to the point where I actually asked him if it was okay that I had napped. Yes, honey, it's it's okay. Right, but I mean, that that sounds like some sort of creepy, <laughs> creepy, controlling, weird relationship. But I totally just came out of my own just like <laughs> horror that I had done something not really necessary because it's not like I'm not sleeping at night and like in hours that could have been spent writing this podcast or or writing a short story or helping Adam with his business which is what I am ostensibly doing these days for work and I just felt this like deep shame and embarrassment (laughs) okay so it's no secret that I am a very efficient person Raised um, in Germany. Raised in Germany, it definitely stuck. I mean, like, last week, for example, I roasted a chicken, used the bones for stock soup, and saved the fat to enrich other dishes. We eat everything that we can possibly eat. I find ways to use it all. That's just the way that this insanity is manifesting right now. But I just, overall, I don't like waste. I don't like feeling like I'm wasting anything, whether it's a resource or whether it's time. I mean, like, here's another peek into my insanity. I was never a pulling all nighter kind of student. You know how there are some kids who are just like, mm-hmm. I stayed up all night starting for that. Th-. No, those people, I thought those people were, were, were dumb. Like I saw how that burned out my peers. It always made them stressed out. They always seemed like really anxious and unhappy. And that my friends is not true efficiency. I scoffed at those people who were overworked. No, no, no. I did them one better. I would plan everything. I would purposefully schedule downtime because I knew even from a young age that it was necessary, that that you need time to do other things. You need time to rest and that a good night's sleep is as important for doing well on a test as anything else. So like I would ensure that I had time, plenty of time to binge watch TV shows, for example, because that was something that would rest my brain in a different way. So I had like the balance. But at the same time, I'd pick shows that I knew would be useful to me. I would watch something culturally relevant so I could talk to people about it and and gain like social points or something historically interesting or related to my field of study. I mean, I even when I was writing my master's dissertation at my dad's house in Florida, it like it, it came together like a perfect symphony that I was like, okay, I will spend half the day entrenched in academia writing this thing. And then I'm going to spend the other half of the day making my dad teach me how to ride motorcycles because motorcycles are awesome and that sounds really fun. But I also knew that it was going to use a different part of my brain. <laughs> so it would make this perfect, harmonious, 
continuously useful and sustainable way of thinking. She's an overachieving slacker, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> which is fucking horrifying, <laughs> really, if you really think about it. And so that's why I asked, like, fuck, is it okay if I'm napping? And that's crazy because, like, we're at the beginning, at the beginning, just the beginning of what, without a doubt, for many of us is going to be an objectively terrible year. Like, gotta be top five worst years for most people, on paper, anyway, at least. I mean, I think I've spoken to a lot of you about perspective and how, although, you know, maybe I did get my house trashed by a tornado, undergo surgery with post-op complications, lose my job and get quarantined all in the same month, but, you know, I've also talked about how it's a matter of perspective. And in many ways, I feel like I'm doing better than I have in a really, really long time. Because there are silver linings to all of these things. I'm getting a new roof for my house, which needed one eventually. I actually got to have surgery, which many people can't do right now. And my lack of advertising job has given me a lot of time to write, which is what I wanted to do anyway. And Adam and I have this dope-ass garden now that we're stuck at home all the time. <laughs> and all of these things are true. And, and I, I don't... I, I'm pretty big on honesty and, and not lying about things. Those things are true. But... I'm just going to turn off my compulsive bright side filter for a moment. Like, that's how I think of it, by the way. I feel like I'm actually a pretty cynical person, like deep down in my core. But my mom gave me, well, like metaphorically, I inherited this like permanent set of rosy glasses that I just can't get the fuck rid of no matter how hard I try. But I am going to put on a darker set of shades over them for just one moment because you know what? No matter how optimistic you are, no matter how relatively okay things might be for you right now, like, I mean, like, I have friends who also lost their jobs but haven't gotten through to unemployment yet, or who don't know how to pay the mortgage on their rental properties, or quarantines with people they don't like. I mean, no matter how determined you are to make the best of your circumstances, and no matter how much you can justify, like, okay, like, this sucks, but, you know, I could have a worse, could be, no, no, no. Like, the fact is that a whole lot of shit has changed all at once, and it was probably completely out of your control, out of my control. And that's exhausting. That is stressful. That is a tough pill to swallow, especially if you're the kind of person who enjoys having some modicum of appearance of control over your life. I don't know anyone like that, personally. No, no, we don't know anyone like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just the love of my life. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> so at the end of the day, you know, I, I am doing a lot of things during quarantine. And I do things and I learn things, as I always say during this podcast, because it's what I personally have to do to be a healthy and sane person. I just know from long experience that if I don't put on real clothes at least every other day, if I don't go for a run as often as I can stand it, if I don't write a podcast or work on a short story or practice harmonica, I mean, ultimately that is going to fuck me over. So I make the effort, and I do, and I learn the things. But the fact is, there is no judge at the end of this who is going to tally up your productivity and say, Ah, excellent! Your BMI went down two points and you learned to play the harmonica. Here is your silver quarantine award. You did it! <laughs> I mean, the fact is that we all have to do what we have to do to get through all of this. And, I mean, I'm going to level with you all originally, I was going to do this upfront intro, as I always do, and then lead into something I learned. Something about the different ways that the concept of zero was discovered across history and culture. Something about how truly useful unstructured time and or boredom has proven to be. But 
for tonight, I'm just going to say fuck it. My nothing doesn't have to mean anything today. I'm going to go share a pint of ice cream with my sweet fiance, and I'm going to drink a glass of red wine, and then I'm going to go to sleep whenever I feel like it and get up whenever I get up tomorrow. Because true nothing is something. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think about... um... Nah, I don't have anything to say about this. <laughs> nothing. I have nothing to say. That and that's okay. And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. All right. Good night, y'all. Hello. I mean, it's recording something, just not us. <gasps> Is it aliens? Oh, it is recording. It's just we're seeing a delay because we're off the screen. Oh. Yeah. Hello? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we can put that on the end when I thought we were secretly recording yeah. aliens. Yeah. <sighs> just like the beginning of Independence Day. Right. Okay. 